two, three. Gotta get that snare hit. Mm-hmm. I got a story. boys go into the liquor store where they sold their souls. Good start. Time ago in a town called Kickapoo There lived a humble family Religious through and through But yea, there was a black sheep And he knew just what to do His name was Young JB And he refused to step in line A vision he did see Of fucking rocking all the time He wrote a tasty jam And all the planets did align And he was like Let's get wet Here we go <laughs> So that's how we're kicking off episode two, season three, with some poor singing and some admirable acoustic guitar, <laughs> I would say. Admirable acoustic guitar. Sunglasses for me, because the YouTubes are finally working. The and, YouTubes. Yeah, the YouTubes are finally working, and I was jealous of your sunglasses in the other videos, and I was like, gosh, I need some sunglasses, but I actually can't stand it. It is it's, getting pretty bright in here with all these lights. Yeah, yeah, but it's, it's too dark for sunglasses, though. Um, but those, you know, so I lasted about, remember, it's like when I do earplugs for gigs. They, <laughs> yeah, you take them out like the first chord. Yeah, it lasts not long at all. So, uh, yeah, so here we are, episode two of season three as we start discographies. Uh, the I'm theme, loving it. Good. Me too. Actually, I am too. Even though we're only one app in, I, we're starting to. Yeah. But uh, this one is especially appropriate because we're still going to roll with some different themes. Oh, wait, we got to talk about this first. Oh, yeah. Look at you just rocking these pop, pop shields. <laughs> pop. That's what I'm calling them. I don't know. But beer. Yeah, we're, we're not singers, so we don't know the official yeah. name of these things, but I'm calling them pop like, shields. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that was a, we did not rehearse that, if you couldn't tell. <laughs> Never sang that song before. So, anyway, uh, let's do some housekeeping before we start. We really are... This was a rough and tumble beginning to this episode. Yeah, we're it's good to check. <laughs> I know I kind of looked at you like, what? What are you talking about? Well, uh, sleeping, dude. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, we are recording. Thank God. Check out the Instagram if you want to see what it looks like when, you know, I think that sometimes people think it's a bit that like, oh, Mike forgets to hit record because that would be a hilarious bit. <laughs> let me tell you. But no, it's true. You can see video evidence on YouTube or on Instagram and you can see the whole episode yeah. on YouTube. Yeah. But on Instagram, I just did the little clip where I said, dude, I haven't been recording this. And you kind of start laughing and I was like, it's so it was so good. And I think if you don't watch the episode, you might not realize what I'm talking about. Like, you might think, oh, it's so good. Like, the joke was so oh, good. Yeah. What I meant was the first half an hour that we totally left out <laughs> was good. We were on fire. So if you if you want to like see the first half an hour of the episode, watch it on YouTube. The audio is not great, and I think we're maybe fixing it here. The audio input isn't as strong this time. Hmm. So I think we were doing a lot of peak. The camera audio couldn't handle as much volume as we were. The camera does not rock because it couldn't take the all that volume. Like that now we have to like put little headphones in there. Oh, not really. I'm just saying. I'm trying. I'm making a bad joke about how the camera is like an old person and can't handle Dude. all the volume we're pushing out at it. But uh, anyway, point is that um, that you can see the first half an hour that isn't on the original, um, that isn't on the audio version of the podcast. You can see the first half an hour. It's on YouTube. It's, it's pretty funny. It's about, you know, it, it's about 
of what followed that because we kind of had to redo it for Uh the podcast but it wasn't quite as good we really hit it hard anyway enough of that let's do the rest of the housekeeping don't forget to rate review subscribe uh because we want other people to find us that's all that's great for us um and it's you know great for the world that they find the wet bandits podcast so don't forget to rate review subscribe don't forget all of the hashtags we've got (laughs) sam i'm gonna look something up real quick so you tell them what hashtags they need to do all right hashtag human clay not gourmet human clay not gourmet is a very important one. five high fives yeah five high fives Hashtag Richard Patrick. Obviously Richard Patrick. Um, Thumbs down to yeah, the ground. Yep. Climax uh, of the song. Yeah. Climax of yep. your dong. That, that's the mo- most recent one. <laughs> that's right? the most recent. That one comes from uh, the Bandies. Oh, okay. You know which song yeah. would you want to make love to? I think it's very important that the, you know, you have a slow build. Yeah. And then you, the climax of the song, <laughs> is when your dong climaxes. I can feel it. Yeah. Also, I wet my pants on the last Dude. episode. Hashtag, I wet my pants. <laughs> Hashtag, I wet my pants. Okay, we're going to read you. Finally, we have a review. This is not actually a review. This is a comment on SoundCloud. Uh-huh. SoundCloud's a little different from uh, Apple Podcasts and Google. Is this you again? No, this one is not me. This is from an actual fan. I'm not going to give a name, okay. although anybody who goes on SoundCloud <laughs> can find out who it is. But I'm going to read this, okay? Here we go. Scintillate. This is actually, sorry. <laughs> this is a comment specifically on epi- season three, episode one, the last episode. We okay. Did. Okay. So the first Tenacious D one. Scintillating discussion on some of the best 90s music. They share their insights from a musician point of view. Knowledgeable and entertaining. I love everything Wet Bandits. Mike is a great host, along with Sam. Hashtag, where is Josh? <laughs> <laughs> So that was a little too much praise. Like, I mean, we appreciate it, but probably a little bit above our pay grade. That Those kind of accolades were not that great. But I am also hash- wondering... Dude, you are a good host, bro. Hey, so are you. But I don't know that we're scintillating. I don't. Maybe we are. Hopefully we are. Yeah. Anyway, I kind of like the hashtag, where is Josh? Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. pretty good. Hashtag, where is Josh indeed? Yeah. I don't know. Hopefully he shows up sometime. We ha- to be fair, we haven't asked him often. Mm-hmm. We have asked him, but not like kind of officially and yeah. and we don't pester him about it. So maybe we need to do that more often. Episode 2. We were You're talking the- about how we're doing um we're doing discographies now. Last week we started season 3 with Tenacious D self-titled album. We also mentioned that season three is going to have a theme of soundtracks. So this, there is a nice harmony of things happening here today because we have the second Tenacious D album and the second Tenacious D album is also a soundtrack to their film, The Pick of Destiny. So here it is. That's what we're talking about today. I'm just going to jump right into it. Are you ready? Jump in. Whenever you want to talk about this. You tell me. Okay. I think what we need to do, what we, the mistake we made last episode was there was a little bit of bouncing around. Oh yeah. Okay. No, we don't, we shouldn't, we shouldn't do that, especially because even though the last, we talked about kind of how Tenacious D's self-titled album does relate to a television show. Mm -hmm. And in that manner is sort of a soundtrack. This is a real soundtrack start to finish like through the film. Yeah. And I might have said that, I know I've said this to you, but I don't know if I've said it on the podcast. What I love so much about this soundtrack is that it came out, I don't know, a month, maybe two months before the movie did. And I was obviously super stoked. I had it like the first day, right? Mm -hmm. And I listened to this so many times and it was like, I kind of knew what the movie was going to be. I knew from the soundtrack what the movie was going to be like. Obviously not you know, line for line, but you had a pretty good idea of what the plot was. You said in the last episode, very accurately, that they're such good storytellers. And that, like, this album is a testament to that, Yeah. right? Um, so 
so yeah, you could you could get a pretty good idea of what the album was going to be just from going through. So it kicks off just like we did with this episode with a little <laughs> bit of Kickapoo. Okay, Kickapoo is a real town in Missouri. Yeah, Missouri. Yeah. yeah. So, um, let me ask this before we get going. There's 15 tracks on here. Uh-huh. Destiny is the only one that's not a song. Yeah. Destiny is just like a little talking thing from the movie that kind of like sets you up for the quest. Uh-huh. Uh, do you dislike any of them? Dislike? Like I like skip Oh, I it. forgot. The Divide. The Divide's another one that's, that's not like, a, That's like, that's the, oh, no, that's. um. That's when they like yeah. get in a fight. Yeah. Tits or Destiny. Yeah. Tits. Tits. So um, there are 13 real songs. Would you thumbs down any of them? No, I can't. Me neither. So, yeah. And I wanted to get that out of the way right away. It's not like I love all of mm-hmm. these, but we're not going to like compare thumbs up or thumbs down, thumbs down to the... Because neither of us are giving these two thumbs down to the ground. Yeah. Okay? So, getting right to it. Kickapoo. Kickapoo. Do you have any thoughts on it? I do. Dude, it's like... It's probably... <clears throat> Kickapoo's probably like the first Tenacious D song like I heard multiple times, if that makes sense. Like, I've, yeah. you know, I heard Tribute, but Kickapoo was always played. Yeah. Played where? Uh, just like at my friend's. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, because it wasn't a single. That's why I got the One single from this album. That means there's a lot of potential. The metal? No. Pick a Destiny. It's the oh. only single. That's the only official single. Yeah. So a lot of potential hidden gems for the end of the episode. But, uh, Kickapoo is a great, great way to start this. Yeah. Because uh, uh, when the, you know, the CD came out before the soundtracks, you're like, oh. Well, and you know, I'm glad you said that because actually when that happened, I was like, you know, it's the first thing you hear and you're like, oh, I like where this is headed. Oh, the movie, already I'm ready. sorry. I said soundtrack CD came out. What? Uh, I yeah. knew what you meant. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I'm like, oh, great. Kickapoo. Like bathroom humor, right off the bat. <laughs> right off the bat, I'm like, this is exactly what I'm looking for. And then it kicks in with the meatloaf part. Yeah. Right. So you get, um, you, you, it kicks off with like a typical tenacious to you song, mm-hmm. right? Acoustic guitar, Jack Black singing, and then halfway through, it kicks into this like meatloaf stuff with some horns. Yeah. And it feels very musical mm-hmm. i don't mean it feels like a musical yeah not like a metal album uh-huh. uh and then there's a bit with dio yep. where he you know comes out and sings to jack from a poster again i can see all this happening before i've seen the movie like meatloaf is clearly playing jack black's dad and he's yelling at him and he's telling him like you know you can't like uh, this is a religious home mm-hmm. we don't like metal here and then dio comes and is like at Jack Black's request, do you can you hear me? I'm Austin Solo. Mm-hmm. And then you get this feeling that Dio is some angel, a metal angel, coming down and being like, "Hey, man, this is your destiny, right?" And then it's a, it finishes with like a little rocking thing that basically says Jack left home, right? So away from fucking Kickapoo with hunger in his heart, blah 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 blah. And I wasn't, I love the song now, but at the time. I still remember my first impression of it. And I was like, is the whole album going to be like this? Mm. Is the whole album going to be a little bit like musical-ish? Because I wasn't totally on board for that. And it's not. The rest of the album is more like Tenacious D. At least there are variations here and there. It's definitely different from the first album. But it's perfect. It's actually the perfect way to kick the album off. Because it feels like a musical... And then they let off the gas a mm-hmm. little bit. It's a good sign. It it fits because it's different. Yeah. If that, it's an oxymoron, but that's exactly it. Like it kicks off the movie, it kicks off the soundtrack, and then they just kind of like do the tenacious D thing mm-hmm. from there. So I don't know. Did you have anything to add to that? No. If you want to hear any of these, let me know. I don't know if there's a reason to. Yeah. Uh, second song is Classico, which is barely a song. Yep. In fact, they use it in tenacious and, yeah. D. Was um, that Rock Your Socks? Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's in the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, it's Jack Black or uh, Kyle at Venice Beach playing basically the uh, that Bach, the yeah. rock block of yeah. Bach. Uh. <laughs> yeah. So um, 
but it's hilarious in the movie. He plays it. Jack Black sings along with him. Just like, uh, actually, I am going to play a little bit of this. So it kind of sounds like this little number. Um, he sees he sees Kyle singing this, and then he sings this part around along with him. Sorry for the long pause there. So he makes a little song out of it, yeah. and then nobody applauds. Uh-huh. And and oh, what's he say? He says, "God, you guys are stupid." <laughs> God, you guys are so stupid, or something like. It's close enough, uh-huh. but I don't know why I think that's so funny, but. Because it's he's dead serious. That's exactly right. That's it's that's I do know why I think it's funny. Two reasons. Yeah. Because he's dead serious, and because I one hundred percent agree. Those are the two reasons that's funny. And it's funny. And the reviews for this movie were terrible, Uh terrible. And I, dude, I saw this movie in theaters seven times. Damn. It only made eight point two million dollars, which is pathetic which is really bad so if it made 8.2 million dollars i roughly contributed like three percent of the movie's whole gross <laughs> um so yeah man like it did terrible but i loved it mm-hmm. we'll talk more about that later so classico is barely a song but like it's funny in the movie and it fits and then the next song is baby which is also barely a song it's jack um being alone in LA and you get this little quiet guitar part yeah and then he after the you know he curls up on a park bench he's basically alone and he's crying and then after this song is over he gets attacked by some clockwork clockwork orange oh is that what they're from that yeah yeah okay that's why we were talking about it yeah we watched this movie last night with Uh our backstage Bettys and I would say that my wife she had some hearty belly laughs and now she likes the D Mm-hmm. Does your lady like the D? Uh, it's growing on her. Oh, but she doesn't love it. Like, no, okay. So. Um, we had a fan, again, who won't be named, on Facebook basically say like, oh my God, the D is terrible. I hate Jack Black. I hate how gross they are and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> She's like, and then we got some DMs. She slid into our DMs uh, and was like, I guess I'm just not really into the like, it must be a guy thing, like the big Lebowski. And I was like, guys don't hate me i don't love the big lebowski like i'm okay with it but i don't love it and then uh but but uh corinne corinne likes the d my Dude, wife likes the it d. was so funny when he uh um are you talking did, about the movie yeah did the concert the the tryout oh my for god the KG. The tri- yeah just you can, maybe you can YouTube. That is the best part of the yeah. movie. The best part of the movie is when he, he's trying out for the cut. If you don't know the plot, okay, the plot of the movie is that Jack moves to L.A., Venice Beach, whatever, meets Kyle. Kyle lets him move in and to, like, train him to mm-hmm. be a rock star. And, you know, he does a bunch of tests. And then eventually Kyle lets him audition for the Kyle Gas Project, which is Kyle's band that, spoiler alert, doesn't actually exist. Uh-huh. And he makes this like fake audience and he's got these like tracks on a tape player that say like, play something, you douchebag. <laughs> and he's got like lights shining and, and Jack has this like football helmet and protective eyewear so that he can throw bottles yeah. at him. And then Jack just freaks out. And he's like, power slide. Power slide. <laughs> That'll get him going. Yeah. And they're like does. paper plates. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then he does a power slide and he smashes his guitar. And the funny part is his fake cry yeah well i mean it's all funny but he's yeah. like <gasps> i broke monster mash i broke monster mash which is the name of his guitar and kyle's like trying to comfort him and he's like oh man nobody passes the gig simulator the first time not even this guy <laughs> you didn't you didn't you think i did good you think i did good think i'll pass oh, it you? the next time i'll pass it the next time it sounds stupid but like, like he's wearing funny. this football helmet and like half the helmet's like covering his eyes and- uh-huh that's just, that's yes. And then, then, I, we don't want to go through the whole movie for you, but Jack finds out that Kyle's been lying to him. And yeah. He's not this famous musician, and he doesn't have a real band. And, and uh, in kind of a touching moment, mm-hmm. they, uh, <laughs> kind of a touching moment, Jack yells at Kyle, says, you asshole, like, what do you spend the rent money on? Because Kyle says, I have to move back in with my parents. I'm broke. 
It's like, what? I already spent the rent check. And Jack's like, what'd you spend the money on? And he, and Kyle comes out with this guitar with a bow on it. And it's got, he bought a guitar for yeah. Jack basically. Um, and I think we should play destiny because this really sold me on the movie <laughs> when it came out. Um, wait, did I go too far? I think I did. I don't think so. Yeah, dude. This is really good listening for the listeners right now. Yeah, dude. Because I think this is on the... Dude, maybe it's not. I thought that... uh, That uh, the little bit about how they named the band is on the soundtrack. Isn't it on there? No. It's not? No. Okay. Anyway, that's what I was trying to play. So I guess I'll just tell you. The bit is that after this kind gesture from Kyle, like giving Jack a guitar, he says, dude, we're going to pay the rent with our rock. Yeah, We're going to form a band. And he said, I don't know all the words, but he basically says like the name of our, we're, we're going to call it Tanakh had this and he pulls down his pants and he's like he, he, he's got this birthmark in the shape of a t-e-n-a-c on his butt he said i've had this birthmark since i was born it's the name of our fucking band and kyle just looks imperfect this is why i love kyle he just stares at him too. he stares at him blankly and goes i have ass mark too <laughs> and then spoiler alert he has the second half of tenacious d on his butt and and then Lee, yeah. <laughs> Lee, who is there to watch the audition, looks at, stands up and says, guys, <laughs> like this big revelation that the audience hasn't figured out yet, that if you put their butt cheeks together, it spells tenacious D. And then they go, we see them at the first open mic night. Yep. Uh, and open mic night is they play history which is a song that's from the TV show. They change mm-hmm. it a little bit. Um, this is what history is exactly why I saw the movie seven times in theaters. Really? I told you last night. Yeah. Because history, when you're in a, it sounds good on the album. And obviously I heard it a million times before I saw the movie, but in the theater, and you could even tell on the DVD last night that they put, there's a lot more reverb on this, on the movie. Mm-hmm. audio because they want to make it sound like it's in like a little bar. Oh, so yeah. you get that like bar room uh-huh. sound and in a theater it was so loud and it sounds so thunderous when yeah. the, when it starts with, you know, Kyle playing mm-hmm. and doing a little bit of like a horse galloping through a yeah, valley. Yeah, kind of. And and Jack is just talking. I'm I'm going to play it like under us while we um well, we talk about it a little. It's not just a list so, of bullshit that we've done in the past. And then right here. To power! We ride with kings on The second guitar comes in, and in a theater, it was just like so Dude, were people sounding. going crazy? No, except for me. Oh, Remember, yeah. it only made 8.2 million. Was it there, empty? There's probably only like four of us in there. No, uh, there were people there. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it was like packed or yeah. anything. And no, people weren't going. I mean, even if, if it made that much money, like I wouldn't be surprised if it would be packed for weeks just of like the cult following. Mm. No, not packed, but you know what I mean? Yeah. And you know, we didn't really talk about the like what was happening with Jack Black at yeah. this point because part of the reason it was a bomb was it like it was expected to do okay. Mm. Because like we talked about last night, School of Rock was in between Tenacious D, the album, and this movie. So Jack Black is like a certified, like, I don't know. Rocker. Yeah. Not like, really. No. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. That is what I mean. Yeah. People like, know him a, for rocking. He's a comedic yeah. leading man. Like, he, he's a draw at the box office, at least on some level for movies. And then, clearly, he has some, like, rock and roll cred for an yeah. actor. And so you'd think, okay, we're putting the two together. Like, this is a no-brainer for mm-hmm. the for the band uh or for the movie and no didn't really work um we should also mention that in this scene oh no it's not this one it's a different one it's a uh, master exploiter which we'll talk oh about. yeah uh 
in between on the soundtrack in between history and master exploder is the government totally sucks uh-huh. which is a pretty good song mm-hmm. it's just it's not in the movie ever. yeah and i always wondered like what scene did they cut that and i looked a little bit i didn't investigate a whole lot but i i, I can't find the answer to that i don't really? know what yeah i don't hmm. know what was cut i don't know if it was ever supposed to be in the movie or what but the slow part of oh, the government totally yeah. sucks where it's when the land of love and freedom is just a baby's breath away. <laughs> <laughs> like that's vintage Jack Black. Yeah. I, I love that stupid line. <laughs> um, yeah. So after, and, and so that, that kicks off what happens with history is the guys are pretty psyched mm-hmm. about it, but they open my host in the movie who's played by Paul F. Tompkins, who has gotten more famous since then. Um, and was from the TV show also. Uh, he kind of says, yeah, if you get, there's going to be an open mic contest, there's going to be some money involved, but if you guys want to win, you better have some new material. And they're like, Oh shit, we better write some. And that, new that's when the pick of destiny comes in. Yeah. More. Well, almost they start trying to like, they do that like whole, uh, oh, ritual the thing. Ketchup. They're trying to write, <laughs> <laughs> they're trying to write songs in their apartment and they can't really come up with anything. Uh-huh. And, but it's kind of funny. Like Kyle's or Jack's trying to get Kyle to come up with something. It's very much like the TV show, like Jack being a jerk, like just trying to like pull inspirado uh-huh. as they'd call it in the TV show from Kyle. And Kyle's just like, I don't know what to do, man. Um, and so then Jack says something to the effect of like, why can't we be like these kick-ass guys? And what do they all have that we don't? Mm-hmm. And Kyle just casually says, they all have the same guitar pick. And then they look at all these magazines and they've Photoshopped in yeah. the producer have Photoshopped in this like green pick into Pete Townsend, Eddie Van Halen, Jimmy Page, I think like yeah. into all their hands. So they're dude, oh, Angus Young. Dude, like this one, dude, just like that one. Sam has a bona fide pick dude. of destiny right here, dude. So I was like walking through the woods and I like found this. It was like stuck in the ground. Yeah. And like, Everybody tried to pull it out, man. Yeah. And I was the only one that was able to pull it out. Oh my god. Like Excalibur in the same package and everything. Yeah, nice. And it doesn't even look like the packaging has been damaged. Dude, I know. From all those people pulling on Do it. Do you think it's real, bro? Is it like the devil's tooth? <laughs> Should you bite it and find out? I think I don't maybe I can't even touch it. You pulled it from Dude, the you might be ground. You lay down flat on the ground. <laughs> Should Dude, open it, bro. Are you sure? Do you want to open it? I do. I do want to open it. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely got startled. I don't know why. Oh, my God. And it's the pick. <laughs> it's destiny, the destiny, child. It's the devil's tooth. Dude. Touch it. <laughs> So anyways, yeah, this, at this point, I think it's good to say that as described by my favorite podcast, Blank Check Pod, this is where the movie gets a little sweaty. It was pretty tight up until they discover that the Pick of Destiny exists. It's a really fast moving, the, the, the jokes are funny, everything works, and then it gets a little cameo heavy, and there's a, there's not... Stuff happens, but mm-hmm. it's not like it's not as quick moving. It's still entertaining to me. I can just understand why people don't like it. So here's what happens. They they go to Guitar Center and there's this there's a cameo from Ben Stiller who's like supposed to be this aging guitar gear head who tells them about the pick of destiny. And the problem is the story is too slow and long and they're trying to make Ben Stiller funny, but his part is not funny. I just don't really love Ben Stiller anyway, but um, he tells the story of how the pick of destiny was created. A wizard summons the devil, the devil not happy about it, tries to (laughs) kill the wizard. The wizard needs help. A blacksmith nearby throws a horseshoe at the devil, knocks out his tooth, chips his tooth. And then the wizard, because the devil is not complete, like his body's not yeah. complete. The wizard is able to like uh, push Summon the it, yeah. Yeah, push the devil back to hell or whatever. And you can't come back until you're complete again is 
what happens. So, uh, and then as a gift to the blacksmith, by the way, the mythology here is a good story. I like yeah, this story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the blacksmith needs to thank or needs the wizard needs to thank the blacksmith for saving him from the mm-hmm. devil. So he makes the devil's tooth into a guitar pick and he gets all the ladies. He gets all the ladies with the <laughs> guitar pick. Um, and then it resurfaces in the hand of Robert Johnson, who's a f- actual real guitar player who there's some mythology that Robert mm. Johnson sold his soul yeah. to the devil. And so that lines up and then, you know, you pass the pick down and then the story gets too long and it's not, nothing funny happens. And then Ben Stiller kicks him out of the store and Jack and Kyle decide they need to get the pick of destiny because they find out that it's in the rock and roll history museum, which is obviously a play in the rock and roll hall of fame, but they're not going to do the rock and mm. roll hall of fame. So, um, so then they're thinking about the pick of destiny and Jack falls asleep and has a dream about what they would do with the pick of destiny. And that gives, uh, gives the movie the opportunity to play the song master exploder for us. Do you like master exploder? Dude, it was like my favorite tenacious D song for a little little bit. It, when I heard it for the first time, I was like, shit, this is the jam. Yeah. It, I've actually grown tired of it. Uh It's just okay. It's funny in the movie. Yeah. And, and our fan who really hated this, she said she listened to Master Exploder, which is weird because we weren't talking about this uh-huh. album last. We were talking about so what I and she also said, you know, it's gross and it's you know, Jack Black is obnoxious and this and that. And I was like, really, from Master Exploder? That's what she thought. And if you listen to the lyrics of Master Exploder, it's not really chauvinist and it's not really like womanizing. And it, mm-hmm. I mean, Jack, you can think Jack Black's obnoxious, but I don't know what he's doing here that's obnoxious. But if you watch the movie part, like if, if she happened to bring up the YouTube of this song, yeah. which I think is probably what happened, this, this is the scene yeah. with <laughs> Kyle. Kyle has a oh. guitar that's, that's went uh, in the shape of women's legs, split open, it's two <laughs> guitars, and he's like, you're playing the legs with both hands and then he's like licking the crotch of the guitar. So that is gross. And then Jack's dressed crazily and people are, the girls in the audience are getting all horny for the band and people's brains are literally exploding. So, uh, I, I think that's probably what happened there. Now, while, while we talk about that, it's a good time to mention another, it's not even a cameo cause she's not famous. Amy Adams is in this scene. Mm. Amy Adams is just the objectively best-looking girl in the audience who's just like, excuse the term, creaming herself for Tenacious <laughs> D when, as they start uh, playing this song. So she's literally in the movie for less than five seconds. Yeah. So you want a sneak peek at Amy Adams in a very early role? There you go. Master Exploder from Pick a Destiny. Jack wakes up. They are on their... Kyle's like, dude, I'm starving. They got to go to this. Diner. diner yeah in the diner is amy poehler mm-hmm. playing a waitress pretty funny yeah her bits yeah, are funny yeah. where she, she has a black eye <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> she just she's just so put out by them no i have the chicken no the steak, steak. no the chicken no, fried i'll have the fried chicken yeah. and the steak and the chicken fried steak yeah and she's like <sighs> what do you, do you want, want? what yeah. do you want she's turns to jack what do you want i will have a glass of carrot juice yeah, we don't have that. Then I will have nothing. <sighs> Great. <laughs> and then, and then, but well, actually, what happens first? She, Amy Poehler has a black yeah. eye, and Jack looks up and she says, "What do you want?" And Jack looks up and says, Ugh, "What happened to your eye?" I burn it with a curling iron. <laughs> so Amy Poehler's in it for less than a minute, but she's yeah. funny too, and gets her picture on the back of the DVD. Yeah, cover. that's weird. There's a lot of ca- there's like I said, Ben Stiller, Amy Poehler. There's a couple other cameos in here, but but I I guess she was probably getting big yeah, on Saturday and then, Night like, Live. You know, you're you're at Blockbuster at this time, and you yeah. like, turn over the DVD. You're like, oh, oh, I- Amy Poehler. Yeah, you were sorely disappointed if you were hoping for an Amy Poehler vehicle. Sam had to hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> I hope we can work. We do need to hashtag sigh. Um, th- then comes, I mean, it's not even really a cameo. Tim Robbins is probably like fourth build in this movie. 
Tim Robbins plays this creepy, like, Russian. His part is so boring. I can't mm. stand it. He has this accent. He's playing it up, and every he talks real slow. And basically what it boils down to is Tim Robbins is a character who knows where the Pick of Destiny is in the Rock and Roll History Museum, and he can tell them how to get to it. And he's just creepy. That's all there is to it. He's not a good character, and he's not funny. He does give Jack the opportunity to poop, which, yeah. is, you know, he follows Jack into the bathroom. Jack's, like, in a stall. And at this point, Tim Robbins' character has not revealed that he, eats, he knows that Jack is looking for the pick of destiny. Mm-hmm. He just knows they're rock stars taking a trip to the Rock and Roll History Museum. And Tim Robbins says through the bathroom stall, perhaps you are looking for the pick of destiny and jack's like oh and then he like craps into the toilet not a great scene i mean poop's always funny but tim robbins not funny Dude, meanwhile kyle is talking to three hot ladies yeah yeah uh no you know these women did not become come famous but good looking mm-hmm. you know good looking extras well, no not extras they have parts <laughs> they talk um some funny stuff happens with kyle he's you know they're trying to relate to him and he's like well you know yeah we're famous but we're, we're people too we're all just flesh and bone <laughs> <laughs> flesh and bone and then so the conflict becomes jack wants to continue on the quest for the pick of destiny kyle wants to go to this frat party where these girls have invited them to play some songs and uh you know what happens dude jack gives kyle a choice the and best that, the best choice you've ever heard someone offered in a movie What's it gonna be, Kyle? You have to decide. Tits or destiny? Tits. Ouch. Ouch. So, yeah, so they go their separate ways. <coughs> oh, I wish we had a cough button. <laughs> so they go their separate ways. Um, Jack go- There's a lot of callbacks in this movie. Um, oh, yeah. Because yeah. there's a lot of... St- I mean... The movie is structured well, like, cause what happens is Jack gets really mad at Kyle. Uh, as Kyle's driving away with the girls, Jack throws a rock at the car and it busts out a, a tail light. Tail light that comes back into play later in the movie. So we'll leave it for now. Mm-hmm. They go on their separate ways. Jack walks to the Rock and Roll History Museum. He's hungry because he didn't get a carrot juice and he didn't get anything to eat at the diner. So he eats a bunch of mushrooms because we need the opportunity to have like a tripping scene because it's Tenacious D, I guess. And uh, so he's tripping on mushrooms and he runs into Sasquatch, which is a callback to the earlier TV show. How do you feel about the Sasquatch scene? I love it, dude. <laughs> it, is, it is funny. Yeah. John C. Riley, yeah. another cameo, plays Sasquatch. Talks like a baby. Talks like a baby for some reason. We're just going to, we should just play this part here. This is, Papagenu is the song, and it gives a little bit of the scene here. That's good. Let's go on an adventure. Yeah. I got lots to show you. La, la, la. Can I be a Sasquatch too? La, la, la. You already are. <laughs> You're my son, JB. My widow baby says. Let's take a dip in the strawberry woo-woo. Let's take a dip in the strawberry woo-woo. This is great. Yeah. I love this song. <laughs> so, go ahead. My favorite part um, is like when he's tripping and then he's like going down the river and then like the, <laughs> yeah. the scene in reality, yeah. it's like, oh, roaring rapids yeah Yeah, you don't you don't get it from this is one part of the soundtrack that doesn't play in the movie but in the middle of the song you know it's playing while they're taking a dip in the strawberry river they're like on inner tubes as sasquatches and then it cuts to what's really happening to jack and he's like being rushed through (laughs) rapids it's so funny it's pretty funny um and then this this song gets good i'm gonna skip forward it gets like to a jam, you know. Like I said, every song on here is good, dude. Um. So, meanwhile, Kyle's at this frat party. He gets embarrassed because he can't 
play a song without Jack. And it's funny how it's he's so like, fun. I don't have a guitar. Yeah. I don't have a guitar. And then somebody hands him yeah. one. And then he starts playing history, but he won't sing any of the lead vocals. He just starts playing. And he's like, across the devil's plane. <laughs> he doesn't back, even yeah. sing it that well. Yeah. He's like, he kind of sings badly, I think on purpose, because uh-huh. he's like, across the devil's plane. <laughs> he did not die in vain. No. <laughs> so it's really funny. And then they boo him, and yeah. he's he's leaving, and Colin Hanks, another cameo, just is there to only throw a cup at Kyle's head. <laughs> he's in the movie for four seconds. Yeah, and Colin Hanks, not a huge, not a huge star, but he's freaking Tom Hanks's son. Mm. Like he doesn't need to be in this movie. He was in Orange County mm. with Jack Black. Do you remember that movie? No. I'm not sure which came out first, but. He at least is in movies and certainly doesn't need, like, he doesn't need a four second cameo. Yeah, this can't. Orange County came out four years before. Oh, really? So, like, he doesn't need to be in this movie. He's just, like, it's a famous person mm-hmm. cameo. Um, meanwhile, Jack has come out of his, you know, mushroom induced trip, you know, mushroom trip or whatever. And finds he's only a mile from the Rock and Roll History Museum. So he is on his way there. Uh, and actually, the soundtrack goes a little out of order here. Because the next thing you hear oh. is is uh, Break In. Uh, which is... There are two songs in a row. Break In and Car Chase City on the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. That, are, that feel almost not like songs. They feel like... that. This is the part where they wrote two songs so that they could be the music for the movie. Yeah, and it's yeah. cool because they kind of tell exactly what's happening. Like, like in Breakin' City, he's like, and also it's really funny that the songs are called Breakin' City and Car Chase City. <laughs> you know, it's like it's like they realize these aren't uh, real songs, so we'll just put City on the yeah, end of them. Yeah. And like, they obviously like go together as a pair. Um, Breakin' City is also called Storm the Gate. Mm. So he there's stuff like. Uh, uh, what does he say? He's gonna got to devise a plan, so he dives into the bushes, which he literally does in the movie. Dive into the bushes, oh, yeah. yep. and then he's like, uh, "Storm the gate, metal pole, climb that shit, climb into that motherfucker." Now I'm on the up on the roof. I got cat-like reflexes. Flip. So he literally climbs the metal pole, gets on the roof, and then he does a he yeah. makes a move like he has cat like reflexes, and then he does a flip, and then he says, uh, two air vents on the roof," which is what Tim and he sees the two uh-huh. air vents that Tim Robbins told him about, and he says, "That's what the guy was talking to shit," <laughs> and he says shit because he realizes he's seen electric eye, which is a metaphor for a camera, uh-huh. electric eye infiltrate what storm the gate and so that's how the that was song. good bro thank you um and then then once he breaks in so actually uh th- this song in my opinion should have come bef- earlier on the soundtrack i understand why it didn't because again they're pairing break in city with car chase city but after that jack is kind of like cursing kyle's name because he left him alone this and is pro- then- probably my favorite song which this one yeah this next one yep so uh we're gonna play a little bit of this one because we have to and uh so the two jacks you know cursing kyle's name and then kyle starts talking to him from a walkie-talkie and they run into each other and oh i'm wrong dude i'm wrong dude he it is at this point that kyle says they they run into each other they're like and and he says, he says, dude, I totally missed you. But the song had already happened yeah, at that point. Right. The song happens yeah. at the party. So yeah, I'm wrong. The well, mo- it's, it's probably happening at the same time. And yeah, you know what I mean? Yep. So dude, I totally missed you is the song and it, it's a little ballad. Listen on this last chord. Listen to how buzzy the guitar is. This is not a studio musician. That do you uh, hear what I'm talking about? That yeah, one little note that doesn't. Qu- I'm gonna play it one more time. 
<laughs> like that's a yeah. bad note. I'm surprised they left it in there. That's what rock's about, bro. I know. I love that they left it. Yeah. So this is. I mean, I don't want to give anything away, but I love this song, dude. It's funny, so like, good, dude, dude, I totally miss you. Is such a stupid name for yeah. a song, but it's a good song. There's so many parentheses on these too. Like, I, it's yeah. dude parentheses. I totally miss you. Papagenu parentheses. He's uh-huh. my sassafras. Sassafras. Breaking city. Hashtag or uh, parentheses. Storm the gate. So many parentheses on here. Dude, I totally miss you. I totally miss you. Um, is this the only ballad on here? Yeah. It's the only ballad. Yeah, yeah. They don't even play the whole song in the movie. No, which is a bummer. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's okay. They saved it for the soundtrack, which I'm okay with. Then, so there's there's some good scenes as they're in the Rock and Roll History Museum stealing the uh-huh. Pick of Destiny, including a part where Jack has to like jump through lasers and then use cock pushups uh-huh. to turn the lasers off. Um, cock pushups a callback to the first. Uh, the f- One is well, they actually do cock push-ups in the movie. They, yeah. Kind of, part of his training is to do cock uh-huh. push-ups. But um, it, call back to the first album. Then, uh, I keep saying call back, but th- uh, sometimes I'm using it appropriately and sometimes not. That time was inappropriate. This time will be appropriate. Mm-hmm. So they escape. Fred Armisen makes yeah. a cameo appearance. Um, they escape. And they're... What happens... And Kyle, they leave the... Rock and Roll History Museum, and Tim Robbins' character tries to steal the pick from them, but the the joke is supposed to be he's so crippled because he lost his le- Tim Robbins lost his leg trying to get the pick himself years ago mm. that he's too slow to chase them. So <laughs> with the knife, he, yeah, yeah, he tries to throw a knife at him and it's pathetic. And Kyle and Jack just like walk away. But then the police come yeah. because the alarms have been set off in the Rock and Roll History Museum, and they catch Tim Robbins' character and they think he tried to break in so jack and kyle are off scot-free so they're driving along call back a cop pulls them over for the busted taillight that uh that jack caused when he was mad at kyle and threw the rock at the car when they split up another callback is the fact that when they and a funny scene we forgot to mention is that they are borrowing Lee's car. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and he's watching it. <laughs> he's on watching news. it on TV. Yeah. But because what happens is Kyle gets... Jack's like, they don't have anything on us. There's, they've got nothing on us. Just be cool. Be cool. And the cop gets out of the car and KG freaks out and drives away. <laughs> Even though they should be off scot-free. <laughs> and I felt at this point in the movie, I ge- felt genuine like anxiety uh, for the, yeah. for Jack. I'm like, what's Kyle doing? (laughs) (laughs) Why is he doing this? And so he drives away, and then a car chase happens, and then you have this song, Car Chase City. Uh And Jack's just singing about exactly what's happening in the movie. Car Chase City, Kyle won't let me put the foot on my gas. (laughs) And, uh, And then... Lee calls them on their car phone. It's like, what's going on, guys? And Jack's like, whoa, whoa, we're just in a movie. It's gone. Ah! And then, uh, or something like, it's funny. And uh, then there's another callback. Earlier in the movie, Kyle had been just sitting around playing this stupid, mm. like, old school Atari yeah. whatever video game driving. And it's like a Sky Blue Cutlass Supreme, and you have to, like, drive it over these this barricade of, barricade of police cars. And wouldn't you know it, that's exactly what happens in the car chase. They flip over the barricade, and then they happen to find a manhole, and they escape through there, and they're off scot-free. And then they make it to the... Then they make it to the open mic night. Because remember, the whole reason they needed to pick a destiny was so they could pay the rent by kicking butt at this open mic night contest. so badass, dude. So they get to open mic night, and... uh, this happens. You you got to hear this part because they meet Paul F. Tompkins outside, and and uh, this is what they have to say to him. Whoa, that's not what I wanted. I want the end of Car Chase City. Here we go, people. So the end of Car Chase City on the soundtrack. You hear this. Hey guys, you're running a little late. There's one spot left. You got any new material? 
What we got's gonna turn your brain into shit. Dude. Just off the stage, open mic host. Just, just totally badass. Pure confidence. <laughs> yeah. And it's the look on Jack's yeah. face. Yeah. He's just, I'll try to do it into the camera. What we got's gonna turn your brain into shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do they call it? You were talking about it early in the podcast, like uh, tearing down the wall or something. Oh, the, oh, the fort, breaking the fo- breaking down the yeah. cocoon. Yeah. <laughs> Hope we got's gonna turn your brain into shit. And then Kyle just says, "Dust off the stage, open my coast, step aside." What I hated about that part uh, is that what they don't play on the soundtrack is. Uh, Paul F. Tompkins' character, the open mic host, says, like, you know, you just got one spot left. And then they say that bit, you know, dust off the stage. Open. The next line Paul F. Tompkins says is, you guys are up next. Yeah. Like, they've got this super booked open mic, but you guys are on now. Because <laughs> like, even though you just arrived and declared that you're playing. Um, and then yeah, that Paul F. Tompkins goes inside. The two cannot decide who's going to use the pick. Kyle plays lead guitar, so he should use the pick. Yeah. But Jack's the lead singer, so he should use the pick. And then, the, what you know? Oh, Jack's like, okay, we'll compromise. I'll use it tonight. We'll take turns. <laughs> I'll use it tonight. You can use it the next time. And Kyle's not interested. And they pull, 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 and yeah. then they break it in half. And then they're like, dude, let's just try our best. You know, you get. It happens in every movie, mm-hmm. right? Like, oh, Dumbo didn't really need the feather to fly. You know, he it was in him all along. So they're like, the rock was in us all along. Let's go play. Paul F. Tompkins, meanwhile, comes out. Oh, no, 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 no. That's not what happened. They cry about it. Paul F. Tompkins convinces them that it was in them oh, all Oh, yeah, along. yeah. He does this yeah. little monologue. And then they agree, and they go inside. Paul F. Tompkins after they go inside, picks up the two halves of the pick of destiny and starts getting all crazy. (laughs) And then the pick comes back together and goes right in his mouth because he's the devil. And he has become complete with the devil's tooth. The guys who have gone inside to play, seemingly, come back out and they're like, dude, we can just use two halves of the pick. There's got to be some juice left in there. (laughs) And then they see the devil played by Dave Grohl. Yeah. Another cameo appearance, but he's kind of, he plays on the whole album. Yeah. So, but it still counts. It's another famous person mm-hmm. in the movie. And, uh, then they play, uh, Beelzeboss, mm-hmm. uh, boss. Sorry. Um, you know what? You know, what's really weird. I'm noticing. Check this out. He says Beelzeboss. On the album, like when you have the CD on computer, it says B-E-E-Z-L-E, Beazel Boss, mm-hmm. right? On the album, B-E-E-L-Z-E. They're flipped. Whoa. That's the devil's work. It's magical and mad. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> so, um, something... Rock is not the devil's work. Something that, would, that we kind of passed a while ago What's is that? like when he takes all those shrooms and it's like... Juicy. You love that part. Dude. Juicy. I'm feeling <laughs> juicy. He's just so- Yeah. Like the words this come place out is of his kinda juicy. <laughs> kinda reminds me of like um those old like tripped out Disney cartoons yeah, where they yeah. were like and the letters come out of their yeah, mouths and yeah. like colorful balloons kind of and it's spelled juicy. Um but anyway, yeah. Yeah. So who cares what the name of the song is? Then they have to basically fight the devil with their rock. So the devil, played that by Dave Grohl, says... The rock I, off, bro. Yeah. So uh, let's start playing a little bit underneath our voices here. Um, maybe, if it'll play. Yeah. So the devil's happy he's complete, and the guys are like, whoa, this sucks. And then... The devil's like, I'm going to kill you. And Jack's like, wait, wait, Dude, that, that's the wait, best. you motherfucker. We challenge you to a rock off. So we're, we're going to get to that part. Um, 
Nailed it. So that's how they propose the uh, rock-off challenge. And the devil cannot turn down a rock-off challenge, as we find out from... It's the demon code. Mm. So he has, they have to dictate their terms, yep. and Jack says this. If we win, you must take your sorry ass back to hell. Not millions of dollars, they just have to yeah. pay the rent. <laughs> and what if he wins? The devil being he. Then you can take Cage back to hell. That's high stakes, bro. What? Trust me, Cage, it's the only way. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> are you talking about? And then they have their rock off. Yeah. Um, oh, dude, go. this song is good. I'm the devil, I can do what I yeah. want. Yeah. Now, we talked about how Tribute in the last album is the reason that song works, being about a song about two guys writing the greatest song in the world, forgetting what that song is. and But, like, the trick of it is that uh-huh. you think that this is the same thing. Like, they have yeah. to beat the devil with a rock song, and the devil is going to have its own rock song. And it works because both... The, the devil song is good. You can see the devil playing this song. It's excellent. It's simple. It's not yeah. anything like yeah. out of this world, but like, and it's supposed to be like tongue in cheek too. Like it's mm. kind of funny. But then what Kyle and Jack comes up with, comes up with is great too. Dude, I love it, dude. There's just no way that we can win. That was a masterpiece. Listen to me. He rocks too hard because he's not a mortal man. God damn it, Cage! He gonna make you his sex slave. You gonna goggle mayonnaise. No. Unless we bust a massive (laughs) monster mama jam. Dude. (laughs) We've been through so much shit. Deactivated lasers with my dick. Now Now it's time time to blow this fucker down. Dude, I love this part. It's so good. Come on, Cage, now it's time to blow doors get goosebumps. down. Yeah, I know, dude. Jables, now it's time to blow doors down. Light up the stage, cause it's time for a showdown. We'll bend you over, then we'll take it around town. Now we got to blow this fuck. And at this down. time, Jack Black is going like, yeah, he's <laughs> doing like, like the robot. Come yeah. On, Cage. See, he said Beelzebub. Like the album. I got goosebumpies. I'm not kidding. Dude. I love that song. I know. And I mentioned that, like, you get a good idea for what ha- is happening in the movie, if you, even if you haven't seen it. And I didn't think this. You've got those. Uh, You've got those vocals in the background you can hear, like mm. there's a choir singing. Yeah. And I might have come up with this on my own, but my buddy who I was living with at the time, we'd listen to this together. And he'd be like, dude, what's going to happen is they're going to be fighting the devil and there's going to be like angels oh, teaming my. with them at the end, which would have been sweet. Yeah. Like it's okay that the movie doesn't end that way, uh-huh. but it does sound like that's what's yeah. supposed yeah. to happen is like they're supposed to Not- be protected by angels. Which would be good too. Yeah. But anyway, uh, what a great last song! And then the movie's basically over. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, then they have the bong of destiny. And they, yeah, they you, you hear what happens at the end of the song. They're you know the devil's like, oh, you guys suck, and he shoots a lightning bolt. Jack saves Kyle, mm. blocking it with the guitar that Kyle gave him. The lightning bolt bounces back to the devil. His horn breaks off. He says, oh, fuck, my fucking horn, which I already knew from the out because it's on the soundtrack. Mm. So I knew how the movie was going to end. And then they turn that horn 
into a bong, <laughs> and they call it the bod, the bong of destiny. Draws like a pencil. Yeah. Uh, so, and then the movie ends with them taking a hit from the bong, and uh, so they take a hit from the bong as they're getting ready to write a new song. Hit from the bong, write a new song. And, uh, <laughs> and so they're like, ready? One, two, three. And then this happens. Cause it's a little skip there. Good song. Really good. Really good. Got me jazzed for the yeah. movie and the album when it came out. And then, uh, so that plays over the credits. And then the other song that plays right after Pick a Destiny in the credits is The Metal, which many of you might know from, was Guitar, it Rock Band or Guitar Hero 3? Guitar Hero yeah. 3. So, which it, there's no singing in this song. It's oh, just in Jack the movie, talking. Yeah. Except when there's the little minions and they're like, no one can destroy the Oh, yeah. But uh, the song's good. Dude. <laughs> Smacked yeah. to the ground. Like He's saying, like, well, what did you expect? Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Nobody can destroy the man. Yeah. So that is 13 good songs. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, there's not one on here that I would skip. Not one. All right, dude, you have to pick. Pick what? this or the self-titled well no 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 we're saving that okay we're saving that for after okay. we're done All but right. we are gonna do that yeah um yeah i don't want to give that away yet but we should do our cover cut and hidden gem Ooh. so again we will never cover these because they're not 90s but mm. if you were gonna uh do you want me to go first because i already sure. know i already know which yeah. one i'd cover um dude i totally miss you oh That's yeah yeah. And not just because it's my favorite one, but because it's got a cool guitar. Like the guitar solo uh-huh. is cool. Like that would be a selfish move for me, but I I love it. And yeah. No, that's a good one. People It's would got know good it. harmonies. Yeah. Um and it's just a it's a cool song. Um uh we didn't mention how the guitar at the beginning, like I said last night, it sounds it's so sloppy. Yeah. It sounds like they are the loosest guitar strings with the thinnest paper thin pick in the world it's just like so like it makes the song though though yeah it's good it's probably jack black playing the guitar probably who knows but yeah so not saying he's bad no 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 no. he has some style yeah uh so dude i totally miss you that's what i'd cover what about you dude probably pod bro pod yeah that would be good too yeah it's just the pick That would be a good one to cover too. Yeah. Um, It's kind of easy, straightforward. Yeah. The only reason I didn't really consider that one that much is is because that one is so much, it's almost an advertisement for the movie. Yeah. That's the only reason. Mm -hmm. But I do, that one does rule. Yeah. It's a good song. So uh, yeah, I could could be on board with that too. Um, What would you cut if you had to cut one? And you can't choose... I say you can't choose Classico or Baby because okay. those are like barely real songs. It's either between um, Breaking City or Car-, Car Chase City. Yeah. Um, yeah. I kind of... Probably Car Chase City. Dude, you're not going to believe this, but I'd cut Master Exploder. Really? Yeah. It bores... I mentioned earlier that yeah. it kind of bores me now. But I think it's like part of the... It's more part of the movie than... Yeah. I mean, to me, anyway. No, you're yeah. right. And, and I'm not talking about, like, you You got to have it in the movie. Mm-hmm. But if I was going to just... If the soundtrack st- stood alone as an album, Master Exploder is, I think, the one I'd miss the least. Yeah. There's no other part to it than... It's that same thing for two minutes and 24 seconds. It's so good, dude. It is good, but... I don't even love the guitar solo parts. Like it's supposed to be over the top, like with all the mm-hmm. guitar harmonies and stuff. Yeah. I just don't love it. So that's what I'd cut. Hidden gem. Uh, do you want me to go first? Yeah. Uh, Beazel boss or Beelzeboss. That's my hidden gem. Like that's 
like you said, there's only one sing- single, so all of them are kind of... Right. Pick a Destiny was the only single, and uh, and that final song. But if I had like a friend like, yeah, I know Tenacious D, I'm like, check this out. Right, you know? right. But- and, and I think that one has... <clears throat> it has wide appeal while still being an obvious Tenacious D song. Like, mm-hmm. Dude, I Totally Miss You has wide appeal because it's barely a Tenacious D song. It's only a Tenacious D sounding song. Because of the lyrics? Because of the yeah. lyrics, exactly. Any band could play that with different lyrics mm-hmm. and it would be good, you know? So, dude, I think that's it. I think we've done it. What are we gonna do? That's the two albums from yeah. now. We gotta do what we're gonna do double duty tonight. Are we yeah. still gonna do double duty? Dude. All right. Dude. Cool. So uh what you can do is rate review subscribe for sure. If you're watching on YouTube and you're like, geez, I'm watching episode three and these guys are wearing the same clothes. <laughs> it's because it's because we uh we are recording these two in a row. Yeah. Um if you're listening to this the day it comes out or a couple days later. Um, this is something we don't do very often anymore, but maybe we should. Um, we are going to be uh, playing at the Goat in New Albany on Friday, mm. if you're in the Columbus area. And we are going to be at... The Barn. The Barn in Dublin on Saturday. Yep. So a double duty. Um, but other than that, like I said, rate, review, subscribe. Don't forget to hashtag all the hashtags. It's the most important hashtag. Get wet. boys go into the liquor store where they sold their soul and I got a story a story it once was told two young boys go into the liquor store where they sold their soul I mean, what are we supposed to do hey yeah <laughs> even though they can hear all this and I got a story A story once was sold Two young boys go into the liquor store Where they sold their